This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. Will 2024 be the year the deep state's exercise in controlled chaos finally gives way to an apocalyptic dismantling of our constitutional republic or what's left of it? All the signs seem to point in this direction. For years now, the government has been pushing us to the brink of a national nervous breakdown. This breakdown, triggered by polarizing circus politics, media-fed mass hysteria, militarization and militainment, which is the selling of war and violence as entertainment, a sense of hopelessness and powerlessness in the face of growing corruption, the government's alienation from its populace, and an economy that has much of the population struggling just to get by, has manifested itself in the polarized, manipulated mayhem, madness, and tyranny that is life in the American police state today. Why is the deep state engineering this social and societal madness? What's in it for the government? What is playing out before us is a chilling lesson in social engineering that keeps the populace fixated on circus politics and conveniently timed spectacles, distracted from focusing too closely on the government's power grabs and incapable of standing united in defense of our waning freedoms. It's not conspiratorial, it's a power play. Rod Serling, the creator of the Twilight Zone, understood the dynamics behind this power play. In the Twilight Zone episode, The Monsters Are Due on Maple Street, Serling imagined a world in which the powers that be carry out a social experiment to see how long it would take before the members of a small American neighborhood, frightened by a sudden loss of electric power and caught up in fears of the unknown, will transform into an irrational mob and turn on each other. It doesn't take long at all. Likewise, in Netflix's apocalyptic thriller, Leave the World Behind, produced by Barack and Michelle Obama Studio, unexplained crises lead to a technological blackout that leaves the populace disconnected, disoriented, isolated, suspicious, and under attack from mysterious ailments and each other. As one of Leave the World's characters speculates, the culprit behind the escalating catastrophes, which range from Wi-Fi outages and mysterious health ailments to cities under siege from rogue forces, may be the result of a military campaign intended to destabilize a nation by forcing people to turn against each other. It's really not so far flung a scenario when you consider some of the many ways the government already has the ability to manufacture crises in order to sow fear, fuel hysteria, destabilize the nation, and institute martial law. The government has the tools and the know-how to manufacture health crises. The government has the tools and know-how to manufacture civil unrest and political upheaval. The government has the tools and the know-how to manufacture economic instability. The government has the tools and know-how to manufacture environmental disasters. The government has the tools and know-how to manufacture communications blackouts. The government has the tools and know-how to manufacture terrorist attacks. And the government has the tools and know-how to manufacture propaganda aimed at mind control and psychological warfare. We must never forget that the government no longer exists to serve we the people or protect our liberties or ensure our happiness. Rather, we the people are the unfortunate victims of the diabolical mechanizations of make-works programs carried out on an epic scale whose only purpose is to keep the powers that be permanently and profitably employed. 
This is how tyranny rises and freedom falls. Almost every tyranny being perpetrated by the U.S. government against the citizenry, purportedly to keep us safe and the nation secure, has come about as a result of some threat manufactured in one way or another by our own government. Think about it. Cyber warfare, terrorism, biochemical attacks, the nuclear arms race, surveillance, the drug wars, domestic extremism, the COVID-19 pandemic. In almost every instance, the U.S. government has had its typical Machiavellian fashion sown the seeds of terror domestically and internationally in order to expand its own totalitarian powers. Consider that this very same government has taken every bit of technology sold to us as being in our best interest, GPS devices, surveillance, non-lethal weapons, and so on and so on, and it's used against us to track, trap, and control us. Are you getting the picture yet? The U.S. government isn't protecting us from threats to our freedoms. The U.S. government is creating the threats to our freedoms. It's telling that in Leave It the World Behind, before disaster strikes, the main characters on their way to a family vacation are utterly oblivious, connected to their electronic devices, and insulated from each other and the world around them. Adding to the disconnect, the family's teen daughter, Rose, is fixated on binge-watching episodes of Friends, even as the world falls apart around them. As TV critic Jan Cheney explains, the sitcom's presence in the story underlines how human beings crave escapism at the expense of embracing the actual present, a different way of leaving the world behind. We're in a similar escapist bubble. Suffering from a crisis of the now, which keeps us distracted, deluded, amused, and insulated from reality. Yet, in addition to being distracted by our electronic devices and diverted by our bread and circus entertainment spectacles, we are also being polarized by political theater, which aims to keep us divided and at war with each other. This is the underlining cautionary tale of Leave the World Behind and Rod Serling's The Monsters Are Due on Maple Street. We're being manipulated by forces beyond our control. A popular meme circulating a while back described it this way, and I'm quoting here. If you catch 100 red fire ants as well as 100 large black ants and put them in a jar, at first nothing will happen. However, if you violently shake the jar and dump them back on the ground, the ants will fight until they eventually kill each other. The thing is, the red ants think the black ants are the enemy, and vice versa, when the reality the real enemy is the person who shook the jar. This is exactly what's happening in society today. Liberal versus conservative. Black versus white. Pro-mask versus anti-mask. The real question we need to ask ourselves is who's shaking the jar and why? As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and in its fictional counterpart, The Eric Blair Diaries, the government has never stopped shaking the jar time to wake up. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford Press Alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles 
to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.